1: Adventures of the Saints, starring Vincent Price. The Saints, based on characters created by Leslie Charteris, and known to millions from books, magazines, and motion pictures. The Robin Hood of modern crime now comes to radio, starring Hollywood's brilliant and talented actor, Vincent Price, as... The Saints.
2: the bachelor's
3: friend. I beg your pardon?
2: I said, welcome to the bachelor's friend.
3: Oh, well, I'm sure you'd make a very nice bachelor's friend, but all I had in mind was a loaf of bread. <laughs> the
2: name of his bakery is the bachelor's friend. It was Mr. Vanderpoort's
3: idea. With a name like that, I suppose he was fated to be whimsical. However, I... oh. What is it, have I said anything?
2: What's your name?
3: Uh, Simon Temple. but is anything wrong? No, no. I... That car that just stopped outside...
2: wrong, honest...
3: Here. Oh, what's that? Your cake. My cake, but I wanted a loaf of bread. Well,
2: you love that cake. It's just like the kind your mother used to bake. My mother
3: used to bake terrible cakes. Battleships used them for anchors.
2: Hello, Peggy. Uh, hello, Mr. Gregg.
3: Martin, say hello to Peggy. Sure, Mr. Gregg. Hello, Peggy. Hello. Your customer is leaving, Peggy.
2: Oh, yes. Yes, of course, he is oh, just a moment now.
3: I might like it here. The and... customer's leaving, Morton. Uh, like you say, Mr. Gregg, he's on his way right now. Well, I feel terribly self-conscious being talked about like... <laughs> well, a revolver, Morton? A revolver. Loaded? Loaded. You're quite convinced I'm leaving? You heard what Mr. Gregg said. I should hate to make a liar of Mr. Gregg. You won't.
1: and keep on living. But then I won't.
3: I like living. Good night, everyone. Morton? Hey, yeah, Mr. Gregg? He seems like a nice chap. He does? One of the finest. I think perhaps we owe him a ride. Well, you needn't bother. I get cars say See or... that he takes a cab, Morton. Give the driver his instructions. Have him take our friend here for a long drive to the ocean. Uh, yeah, Mr. Gray. It's a beautiful night. He'll enjoy his drive. Come on, mister. Coming.
2: Uh, don't forget your cake. My cake? Oh, yes. Thank
3: you, Peggy. Good night. Good
2: night, sir.
3: Uh, mister. Yes? I wouldn't toy with no Boy Scout ideas about doing a good deed if I was you. Nature Lovers of America was my outfit. Just forget all about that blonde back in the store. Well, I'll try, but I can't promise she was so. Oh, you know what I mean, Morton. Yeah. And then you're a cad. Hey, taxi. Oh, how convenient. Get in. Thank you. Hey, cowboy. Me? Yeah, you. My name happens to be Benny, not Cowboy. So it's Benny. The gent in the back seat is going for a long drive to the ocean. He likes fish. Oh, shut up. A long drive, see? Him? Yeah, him. So he's going for a long
1: drive. It's all right with you me. You better be sure he
3: don't change his mind and come right back here. Otherwise... Otherwise? There'll be one dead gent and also one dead jitney jockey. Me? Yeah, you. Now get out of here and fast. I've been gone enough. Benny. No, 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 no. I don't know if I should talk to you. Oh, well, don't talk to me. Listen, we're not going for that drive. heard what the fellow with the cannon said. But uh, what's more important, I heard what he said. We're going for a drive to the ocean. But Peggy, the girl back at the bakery, she's in danger. We've got to help her.
1: I don't like girls. Horses I like better.
3: Well, how would you like a broken arm? Right or left? Both. I wouldn't, but that log has got a gun. I'm closer to you than he is. Okay, we're going back.
1: The bachelor's friend. (laughs) And me a married man. Hey. Hey. The joint stop. Yes, and
3: we've been gone only a few minutes. You better come with me.
1: Sure. What have I got to lose? Whoops, my life.
3: Uh, the store's dark, all right, and uh, the door's locked. Now, you see, everybody went home. We ought to go home, too. Your home. My wife do not like you. Uh, there's something wrong. I can't see a thing in that. Maybe <laughs> that was Peggy. Got a nice voice, but I think she was off key. Uh, there may be another entrance.
1: Uh, that's all backfiring. The bread is backfiring.
3: The... There are people inside. We've got to get
1: in. Me? I think a nice long drive through the ocean would be nice. It's... Hey, hey, hey! What are you dragging the handkerchief out for? You going to sneeze?
3: No, I'm going to wrap it around my fist and smash the glass next door. What's yeah. the law against that? And I've just repealed it now. To reach in and... Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Still dark here. Back room, perhaps, huh? There's a light shining along the floor over there. Yeah, that's it, then. Hey, well, wait a minute, wait a minute. Well, look, before you open that
1: door, you, you've been bulletproof lately?
3: No. <laughs> oh.
1: Joint's empty.
3: It's a small room. Window probably overlooks an alley. Yeah, the alley's empty, too. You
1: see, like I told you, everybody went bye-bye, and
3: that's... What
1: What is you staring at?
3: Behind the stairs? Uh, look for yourself, John.
1: My name is Benny, and like I said, oh, one of the little playmates,
3: the love. He got tired and lay down. No, you haven't looked closely enough, Benny. He's lying down all right, but not because he's tired. He's dead. <laughs>
1: So I phoned the cops like you said. They'll be very glad to drop in right away. Good. Find out anything?
3: Morton's dead. The others must have ducked out the back window. And well, there's nothing more to be discovered here, therefore... Wait, wait a
1: minute, wait. Are you leaving? <laughs>
3: I'm afraid I am. Yeah,
1: but the cops are not going to be happy about it. Well,
3: they don't like me anyway. My wife don't like me. That don't mean I can walk out on her. Uh, yes, but you see, you married your wife. I didn't marry the police. You've got something there. Good <laughs> Good night. And give the police my love night, nice. Sure, I'll give... it. Wait a minute, love from home. Hello,
2: Mr. Templer.
3: Well... <laughs> Of course, it may be an optical illusion. Hello, Simon. But all optics should have such illusions. Hello, Peggy. I am. I'm
2: here. And
3: so I noticed. Should you be here in my apartment? Why not? The explanation could lead to trouble. Right. Very warm for January, isn't it? Is it? Very warm for January. What brings you here? It's
2: a very nice apartment.
3: No etching, though. Who okay. Etching. Uh, Peggy, how did you get in here?
2: The janitor let me in.
3: He did?
2: Why? I told him I was your
3: sister. I've already told him I'm an only child.
2: Then he's probably very confused by
3: me. No, he's merely having low thoughts. <laughs> Matter of fact, I might be having low thoughts too. High minded. Except that I'm the high minded type. Uh, what happened to your little friend?
2: Mr. Greg and Morton, I don't know. They got into a terrible argument. And
3: you detest arguments.
2: Uh-huh. So I went out the back room game, right here.
3: Well, You shouldn't have. You missed something. I did? Definitely.
2: What did I miss, Arnold? The
3: end of the argument. Morton lost. Oh? <laughs> the hard way. He was shot. Why? Not man. by me. He was shot dead.
2: Oh, I'm sorry about that.
3: Why? Did you shoot him?
2: Of course not. But you see, Mr. Gregg and Morton were fighting over me. Were they? You sounded as if you don't believe me. Maybe you can come fighting over me. Oh, mm, yes, I do. Yes, and then why are you backing
3: away from me? Oh, well, no, well. we mustn't forget that we're brother and sister. I'm a sure. And besides, if I'm not to face.
2: Well, what does that mean?
3: If Greg and Morton were fighting over you, then obviously both of them believed you were worth fighting over. And at the moment, Morton is dead. Isn't that frightening? It terrifies me.
2: Are you a man or are you a mother? Well,
3: I like cheese.
2: Well, oh, then suppose we forget the whole thing. I just made a mistake about you. Which reminds me, I made another mistake. Which one? That cake I gave you, it didn't belong to you. I didn't ask for it. I know, but I was a little confused. I want the cake, please. The
3: cake? Oh, yeah. That's the cake.
2: Simon, are you stalling?
3: No. No, I'm trying to remember what happened to it.
2: Trying to... Simon, you don't have the cake with you? Oh, well,
3: you can search me, but I warn you, I'm it.
2: Simon, what happened to that cake? I must
3: have forgotten it in the cab. In the
2: cab? Simon, what kind of a cab was it? Uh, the
3: kind with a meter. Oh,
2: you... Mm. Ooh, I'm going.
3: Well, the temperature's dropped badly. Goodbye, Peggy.
2: I hope the janitor tells your wife about your sister, and I hope your wife knows you don't have a sister.
3: Uh, I don't have a wife, either. Oh, I hate
2: you. Not Hello, before. Peggy. Mr. Gregg.
3: You're not leaving.
2: Well, You're I... You're
3: not. Come on, get back inside. All right. Craig, you know, gentlemen. I take your pardon. Your point? Mr. Volver. Yes, I am. Is that the one with uh, which you shot Morton? As it happens, I didn't. What's Peggy doing in your apartment? Oh, nothing important. You see, she's my sister. Who are you? Uh, her brother. Peggy? His name's
2: Simon
3: Templer. Templer? Thanks. Well, not really. It's only that my etchings are at the cleaner. Sit down. Uh, thank you, but I. Sit down. And if you insist. The uh, couch the couch. All right. but you won't mind if I remove the cushion. I hate cushions. Therefore, have one on me. I'm so sorry the cushion hits you in the face. Perhaps I can do even better with this. Ooh. Ooh. My hand hurts.
2: Simon, what a beautiful right to the jaw.
3: (laughs) Thank you. I don't like to do it very often. It's so hard on the hands, but... uh... Well, I'd better get his gun.
2: I had this lamp all picked out to hit him with, Simon, so thanks for bending over.
3: Oh, <laughs> I'm dead. Oh, all right, all right. Ooh, Simon, the two-headed boy. Meet Peggy and see John Hopkins. He uh... was ringing, and I was ringing, and he was oh, ringing. stop and... it, stop it, stop it. Already got a ringing in my head, both my heads. So
1: he came in because they was I ringing. Know. and Ring... no... Nobody was answering, and nobody was answering. Neither and... of
3: my heads were answering, that's true, but... Why did you come here in the first? Well, I am the other I wondered how long it would be before you identified yourself. Mr. Templer, you know me. Not in my present condition. You're the one is telling me how you're an only child. Who well, it... you started wondering about my sister.
1: Yeah. I beg your pardon? Yeah.
3: Well, I suppose that's true, too, but uh, she's gone. True. My sister... Never mind, Peggy. Is so... Is so... Oh. Is too bad. Is not so bad. No? Maybe. Perhaps she'd better run along and... Uh, the next time she shows up, I'll introduce That you. is not why I am coming here. Uh, pardon my digression. Uh, but why are you coming here? Why are you making bang-bang from this apartment? Bang-bang? You mean... Uh... Like people are shooting people. Oh, silly. Lots of people waving. Lots of other people on the jaw and on the head and so on. But and so... you are holding in your hand. Oh, yes, yes. I just got around to noticing it. A revolver. A revolver makes bang-bang. True. <laughs> well, perhaps we'd better get into the living room and... Oh, yeah, well, that—that's twenty carat uh, Peggy wears. Not me. What I am smelling is uh, something else. Yes. Yeah, Gunpowder, meaning someone's recently fired a gun here. And... Oh, good Lord! Look. Yeah. It's Greg on the rug. He si, is why he's eh, here, How true. Two bullets in his chest. <laughs> he's dead. You shoot him? Oh, thanks for the question mark at the end of that. No, I, I didn't. I was knocked out. Greg was shot, and then the revolver was put in my hand. Uh, eventually, I suppose the police were supposed to arrive, find Greg dead, the murder weapon crawling with my fingerprints, and he... It's bad, yeah? It's not good, yeah. Dear sister. But you do now? I don't know. Except, <laughs> of course, Peggy wanted to know who the cab driver was. What cab driver? The one who took the cake. Mr. Templer, I a oh, don't the police. I had better not bother them. Uh, what are you going to do? I'll find a murderer for them before they decide they've found one in me. Well, here you are,
1: Red Devil
3: Care Company. That's what you want, huh, That's what I wanted. Here you are. <laughs> Um, uh, Don't buy any yachts. Oh, why should I? I already got one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah? What can I do for you? Are you in charge here of the garage and cab fleet? Yeah, you could say that. Is that what you're looking for? Well, actually, I'm looking for Benny, one of your cab drivers. Benny what? Just Benny. Uh, yeah. Oh, him. <laughs> hey, get out of here, mister. Oh, I'm not joking. The license plate number of the cab he was driving was X-4376. No gags? No gags. Hold on a second, I'll check. Oh, thank you. x 43, 43. Yeah, yeah, Benny Scott. Uh, is he in the garage now? No, no, he's out of his cab. Is he uh, due in soon? Yeah, the tour's over. Uh, then, uh, then he's over with you. Oh, you can't say that. He might have got a fare out to the suburbs or something. Oh, someplace. Would you mind if I waited for him? Hey, what's he done? Oh, it's not what he's done that's important. It's what may be done to him. <laughs> more than an hour. Yeah, Benny isn't usually this late before. Oh, excuse sure. me. Red Devil, Devil Cab Company, Grogan speaking. What? One of our cabs is parked in front of your driveway. Well, lady, you just tell the driver to... What? Huh? No driver in it? Lady, that's impossible. All right, so you live in Ocean Drive Avenue. I know it's a very nice neighborhood, so maybe number 536 is unusual, nice, but lady, our drivers don't leave their cabs in front of driveways. It's a company rule. Good night. But how do you like that?
2: Hey, maybe... Benny,
3: Benny, yeah, I've already thought of that. 536 Ocean Drive Avenue. Well, I'll go right out there, but... Oh, Grogan, could you tell me where I might be able to get a cab? 500 block and... Mm -hmm. Yes, uh, stop now. Uh, Benny's cab is here. It looks empty. Hey, uh, driver, hang around for a while, will yeah, you? okay, mister. All right, thank you. There's no one... Oh. oh, in the back of the cab. Hey, Benny. It's a lie. Well, what is? I didn't touch a drop. Furthermore, I never drink. And besides, you... Hey, you ain't my wife? No. Then who hit me on the head? A friend of yours, perhaps. Oh, no, my friends don't go around hitting me on the head. You know it's too soft. It's Wait a minute. Where's the blonde? Well, I don't have her on me. I'm beginning to remember now. She hailed a cab, got in, and then she started asking me about some cake. Dear Peggy. Told me to
1: pull over to the curb. She kept talking about cake, and then she hit me on the head. And I don't even like cake.
3: (laughs) Mr. Templer, I don't get it. No, but Peggy didn't. Huh? I meant the cake. What's
1: with the cake? Me, I'm strictly the rye bread
3: type. And Peggy, remembering her figure... Oh, let us
1: remember this for a while, ...strictly
3: a rye crisp type. Therefore, yeah, you're home. She didn't want the cake to eat. Why not? Because you can't have your cake and eat it.
1: Is that supposed to mean something?
3: <laughs> not to you. Here, Benny. And don't buy Thanks, a... I already got a yacht. How did you know what I was going to... I listened
1: to the radio school.
3: Good evening, Mr. Templer. What? Oh, well, do you spend much of your time lurking in vestibules? Loads. I'm crazy about vestibules. Well, oh, that's nice. I'll lead you to this one. Just a moment. That's not my elbow in your ribs. But now, don't tell me. Let me guess. It's your tibia maximum? It's a revolver. It makes a loud noise and it fires bullets. Oh? You wouldn't be happy if I shot you. Neither would I. Well, why not take the gun out of my ribs and make us both delirious with joy? I shall, as soon as I have my cake. Your cake? I am Hector Vanderpoor. Hector... <laughs> The owner of the bachelor's friend bakery. How hmm? cunning of you to remember. Well, I don't have your face. You might be fitting. I never fit. It's not cricket. <laughs> Neither <laughs> is murder. But I shall murder you unless... In your apartment, if you please. Oh, of course. <laughs> Here's the foyer and uh, the living room. Now, see. There's no one here. Where are they? We? Who? We're being very naive, aren't we? The diamonds, my friend. The diamonds? The lovely white diamonds dear Peggy gave you. Dear Peggy must have forgotten. Oh, no. She gave you the cake. Oh, she did? The diamonds? uh, I'm pretending you don't know. Were in that cake. But why? Do diamonds make a cake taste better? Where are they? (laughs) You're rapidly losing your whimsy, you know. Why are you so interested? I arranged their theft, my good man, at great inconvenience to myself and with considerable effort. I don't intend to give them up. Well, how did they get into that cake? Peggy... It would appear she decided to double-cross me. Therefore, she hid the diamonds in the cake and slipped the cake to you right under Gregg's and Morton's nose. Well, they each had a nose to themselves. I find I'm tiring of wit. I'm beginning not to be amused. Nor amusing. Therefore, you will either hand over the diamonds at once or... Or else? Die. But, uh... Get over to the side temple near the window. Well, I've already seen it. Get things. over. Well, if you insist. No, that gets you out of the way. And now, then... So you're heading for my bedroom. No, only the door. Oh
2: uh, Dear Peggy, won't you please join us? Well, I, I was only... She
3: was um, only being assisted to me. Simon, I came back to
2: because with him. I'm afraid I will You're
3: afraid. here because you're obviously working with Templar for that nice work, if I can get it. But Greg and Morton are both dead. I shall miss them, Peggy. Well, I have
2: nothing to do I with... I
3: shall miss them, but I won't miss you. Where are the diamonds?
2: I don't know. I, you I...
3: have perhaps a few seconds left of life.
2: All right,
3: I'll give them to you.
2: They're here in my bag. Get your hand out of that bag. But the diamonds are I here. And... Uh,
3: Opportunity uh... knocks. Going a proverb. But what? Which takes care, Mr. Vanderpool? Peggy? Oh, you shot me, Simon. Oh. I think
2: I'm going to...
3: Hmm. Oh. living room's cluttered with bodies. I must say, Peggy's nicer, but... her oh, flesh room. I think everybody's going to live for a while. Are you coming to Vanipur? First the revolver, yes. And then a helping hand, and you're on your feet again. You, you... I probably am, and I certainly did. However, I have the gun You, You're going to kill me, aren't you? Why should I? Because then you and Peggy can keep the dance. You forget the corpses, don't you, Mr. Gregg and Morton? The police are going to want a murderer for them. Well, Peggy killed them, so... You forget I'm being a brother to Peggy. Uh, Look, look, will you... Please, please get it over with. No. Now, don't rush me. You, Greg, and Morton were jewel thieves. The bakery served at a front. The diamonds in the cake were supposed to be Greg and Morton's share, right? Yes, yes, but, but the... Greg and Morton are both dead. If you had the jewels, they'd all be yours now, wouldn't they? Yes, if I had the jewels... Peggy but... wasn't supposed to know anything about them. That's why you baked them into that cake. We both know all that. No, I... up until this moment, I didn't know that the jewels had been baked in a the cake. Therefore, I... I shall not kill you. What? Because, you see, the police are going to take care of that.
2: All right, I'm coming.
3: Well, there go the police and Mr. Vanderpoor.
2: But, Simon, I just don't... Oh,
3: Peggy, you're adorable. You're a liar, and I don't mind explaining. Uh. Vanderpoor killed Greg and Morton. How did I know? Now, you're supposed to say yes, Simon. How did
2: you know? Yes, Simon, I
3: did know. And I'm glad you asked me. I knew because Vanderpoor showed up at this apartment. Uh, Now, how did he know about it? Greg and Morton had followed you from the bakery. You knew about it because I told you my name. Yes. (laughs) But Vanderpoor had no way of knowing, unless secretly he was at the bakery at the time of Morton's death and here when Greg was killed.
2: Oh, and his motive was to keep all the jewels to himself. Oh,
3: true. You know, I'm hungry. Would you mind getting that cake now? Oh, but, uh, well, Where'd you hide it? In yes. the bread box in the kitchen?
2: Yes, Thank but you, I... my love.
3: You know, you may be under the impression that you're a crook, but you're not.
2: Huh?
3: Vanderpoor knew, if you remember, that the jewels weren't in your bag before you opened it. Uh, How? Uh, Simple. He knew you didn't have the jewels. How did he know that? Simple again. He hadn't put the jewels in the cake at all. Why? Well, his double-cross had started before your attempted at hijacking. <laughs> so there are no jewels in the apartment, Peggy. I guess
2: I'm not a good cook, after all. <laughs> okay, I'll get the cake and we can eat it.
3: Hmm. The important question now being, is the cake any good? <laughs>
1: our Price. Ladies and gentlemen,
3: our friend Peggy might have done better had she chosen her friends more carefully. As a matter of fact, she might have chosen her cake more carefully, too, had she heeded the words of Margaret E. Sangster, who said, Oh, cakes and friends, we should choose with care. Not always the finest cake that's there is the best to eat, and the plainest friend is sometimes the finest one in the end. This is Vincent Price inviting you to join us again next week at this same time. For another exciting adventure of The Saints. Good night. <laughs> the
1: night's script of The Saints was written by Louis Cities. Our cast included Betty Lou Gerson, Peter Leeds, Dan O'Herlihy, Larry Dobson, and Ted Von the music was composed and conducted by Harry Zimmerman. The Saints, based on characters created by Leslie Charteris, is a James L. Sapir production and is directed by Thomas A. McInerney. Vincent Price is soon to be seen in Robert Lippert's production of The Baron of Arizona. All you Saints fans will be glad to know that the Saints comic books are at all news fans. Your announcer, Merrill Ross. This is the Mutual Broadcasting System.